0: hello happy and healthy how are you today happy tuesday um i am filming this podcast on a monday and boy does it feel like a dang monday so i really hope y'all's tuesday is going uh Well, so um currently, as we speak, I have been so unbelievably productive. And you guys will hear me talk about this in this episode today, where I literally just woke up and like went on a mad, crazy cleaning spree. Like I kid you not, I was so 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 productive. I like Decluttered so much stuff, closet, bathroom, garage, took down all the Christmas decor. I mean, it's, 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 no, what's today? It's January 24th when I'm filming this and we just now took our Christmas decor down. Oops. But you know, better late than never. Okay. So anyway, I have more thoughts on that. But anyways, I've been doing really, really uh, well. I'm wearing this new green color, which I'm like, is green my new color? I don't know. Should the podcast color be green? No, I'm just kidding. But I do love this green. If you're watching the YouTube video, which you guys should, I upload these on YouTube as well. So go check that out. Happy Healthy Podcast. You can see this green color. Before we start in today's episode, I did want to give a shout out because I noticed that I got a new monthly supporter. The monthly supporter is Frankie. Frankie, you are the go. You're the best. Thank you so much for sowing a seed into this podcast and donating monthly. I don't ask for this, but sometimes you guys just do it, and I'm like, whoa, thank you so, 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 so much. So, again, if you want to, the link is down below. It is not a requirement. These podcasts are free to listen. It is absolutely not a necessity, but I do so appreciate it. So I just want to give Frankie a big, big shout-out. So, you know, let's just do a round of applause for Frankie. How do I find that sound effect? Wait, where is it? Frankie. <laughs> we love Frankie. Thank you so much. But anyway, that's that's so amazing. All the links will be down below for donating, checking out the podcast, YouTube, as well as my guest information. So for today's episode, I'm really excited to interview Cicely. Cicely and I met back in September of 2021. We met at Nextion Summit in Nashville. And I was like, who is this girl? She's dope. She's young. She's talented. She was on The Voice. She is a Christian artist, an amazing singer. Oh my gosh, her voice. I could listen to it all day long. And she just has so much wisdom for her age in this podcast. And maybe you're in the music industry or Hollywood or anything like that. And you're aspiring to be like this. Hope you guys will enjoy this podcast and check it out because... She has a lot of stuff to say that, you know, I think not not a lot of people say and I was inspired by it. So I really hope you guys enjoy today's episode. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next week with another fun, fun guest. But for now, enjoy today's episode with Cicely. Cicely, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to happy and healthy. How are you today?
1: good how are you uh,
0: you know what this is so funny I don't know if you are like on a cleaning kick starting January literally no is that a no
1: no a cleaning kick like all the time like it's not just a January thing okay it's like a so you're like thing.
0: a very like neat person yes okay well I think <laughs> I need to adapt, adopt that more because <laughs> I literally woke up this morning and I don't know what it was first thing I did which was not good I didn't even get in the word didn't even eat breakfast went straight Psycho and just started like throwing crap and being like everything has to go and just (laughs) literally putting things in trash bags and I was like my roommate was like are you okay and I was like oh my god I was like I just can't do it anymore so I just went on a full on cleaning spree today and I just feel like I can think clearer so that was my little (laughs) yeah.
1: Being clean is definitely a necessity for my life to function.
0: Yeah, I feel like with maybe writing music, that probably helps you think better, perhaps.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I already have enough chaos happening in my mind musically to like have chaos in my life and in my house couldn't handle both. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally get that. So, yeah, before we go any further, um I just want my listeners to know who you are. So, do you mind kind of just giving like intro on yourself, kind of what you do, and then obviously I want to hear more of your story.
1: So, I'm Sicily. Um I don't usually bring my last name into things, so I'm just going to keep <laughs> it at that. Okay. Um I am currently 19 years old. I'm from South Carolina, born and raised there but I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I've been here for the last year and a half. I am a full-time songwriter and worship leader and also just like recording artist and just anything creative and music related is my jam. And I have two awesome roommates. I live in the sweetest little home and just living life day by day.
0: I love it. That was a that is a great intro. It still blows my mind that you're literally 19 years old. I'm like Me too. Like when I met you, so backstory, we met uh, this past September at Next Gen Summit in Nashville. And when I heard you were 19, I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like you are so mature for your age and you've done so much. I was just so yeah. impressed by your age.
1: Yeah, I lived a lot of life. You have. Like a cat. You know when they say like cats have five lives, I feel like I'm on like my third and people just don't (laughs) know it.
0: (laughs) I'm dead. Yeah, so you have a pretty cool story. Like we at NextGen Summit, we kind of got to get into it. And unfortunately, like we didn't really get to finish your story. But from what I did hear, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get her on the podcast. Can you tell a little bit about your story? Because you were on The Voice And I have so many other questions for you, but can you just give like a little bit of a backstory with just you being on The Voice?
1: Yeah. So, you know, even being 19, like that seems young. But even further back to that, um, when I was 16, I uh, tried out for The Voice. And not only was The Voice kind of crazy in the time that I was – like age wise but I had also just gotten accepted into a boarding school for music so I had just moved four and a half hours from home was living in a dorm room at 16 basically studying music full-time as well as doing just high school life and um, and I thought to myself like this is the time to chase dreams like of course like I'm young and so I tried out for the voice and in the mixture of that as well, I had this, like, really random, really stupid video go viral. And it was me, like, singing my order in a McDonald's drive-thru.
0: Okay, <laughs> and I I'm finally like... watched it. When I was, like, researching for this, I finally watched it. And I want my, like, podcast coordinator to include that because I was like, dang, sis!
1: I have a pretty long order because I have a lot of people, so just bear with me. Yes,
0: ma'am, whenever you're ready.
1: Okay. Way well, yeah. I want a number six, super size, with a sprite and much fries. Must catch ketchup only, please. But don't you forget the cheese. I got a sweet tooth, but I'm in a hurry. Can I get one small flurry? Give me one of them spriggles and MMs. I'm feeling it. Excuse me, remember, lady, can you tell me, did you get that? My order was it too fast, cause I don't want to have to come back. To the drive through, the drive through. Did you hear me? My order coming clearly. Cause if it's Mickey it please, I'm wanting it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. Oh, no, 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 no. She's seen better days. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So literally, it was like almost it was almost this dream of like what you hope for your whole life as a kid is like, I want to be famous. Right. And then and then you get there and you see like kind of the pressures of like the world seeing you and knowing your name, especially for me in that time. It was definitely more in a secular way, considering that it was like national television and the voice and a viral video. And then that video also led me to the Steve Harvey show. Show and I went on there and performed and interviewed as well so there was a lot of like really cool things happening but also like super stressful and I'm 16 and at the time I barely knew how to form words and sentences so <laughs> it was just kind of like mumbo jumbo but I yeah so I ended up on The Voice made a team I was on team Blake love him he's so sweet like i didn't really get to know him that well but he is awesome so if anyone's ever wondered he's truly awesome in the midst of that too like i knew the lord grew up in church like literally in the bible belt so i knew who god was but i wasn't really walking in relationship with him day by day hand in hand anything like that um but i remember just in the chaos of everything that was happening in my life from being full-time high school not even like college but like yeah. high school and then studying classical music and needing to um make sure my grades are up and all these things I was also like part-time living in LA in a hotel room um doing this show full-time and trying to keep up with social media and like all of these new fans and these friends and new people coming into my life and at 16 like the best I knew to do was like just have fun in it um but then when the fun kind of went away and the the responsibility and the maturity of it came I just kind of blanked mm-hmm. um so in the voice kind of traditionally in the show the first three rounds are uh, your blind audition your battle round and then the, the final like recorded round are the knockouts and so I was the day before my battle round so the second round of the show um I kind of hit this rock bottom I had already officially resigned from the boarding school because I was so overwhelmed by the workload and, um, the pressure of it. So I left that school and I was in LA and I was doing the second round and the night before I just kind of hit this low and really was just like, maybe I should try this praying thing. Like, you know, it might be helpful. It's like biblical, you know, it might be great. Um, and so I was like, Hey Lord, what's up? <laughs> like, I was like, Hey homie. I haven't seen you in a bit, but, um, hope you felt well, you know? And I was just like, if this, if making it past any of this is going to risk me ever knowing you to the fullest, then I don't want it. And honestly, I even kind of wildly was reflecting on that today. I was thinking about how I didn't really know how to pray a prayer like that. I didn't really have an example or a reason to pray that prayer. And I fully believe it was like, honestly, the Lord praying on my behalf because it's like, Hey, like, I don't want to risk not knowing you. And even though I don't really know what the fullness of like life with you looks like, I want to try. And the next day, I lost my battle round, was on a plane back home to South Carolina, and was officially done with all of it. The voice, I was done with boarding school, and my viral video had like disappeared. I think it was in part like the kindness of the Lord, but also led me into like the sweetest season of just like really recognizing what that Bible verse, like my yoke is easy and my burden is like feeling in the real life. Like I actually felt the replacement of like all of those pressures on my life being removed and being replaced by like the soft and the easy and the light burden of the Lord. And so I was still 16. I mean, this all happened in only six months, which is crazy. It was like really chaotic, really fast and finished high school in a year. So I ended up graduating high school early. So I finished in January of 2020, literally the Lord, because I would have failed online school in the middle of a pandemic. Oh girls, same. So, so I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And honestly, in that year, I'd be lying if I said like I just like chased after the Lord in every which way. Like I totally like pursued him more because I was like, Thank you for being the God that saved me from that. Mm. Um, but I still had all of these like things that I was still working through from that season that was that whole thing <laughs>
0: that is just so crazy like I couldn't imagine I mean I started my YouTube when I was like 16 but it was not like that like that was actually what I felt like happened to me my junior senior year of college but to be like 16 just thrown into that I mean, I bet your friends probably thought you were crazy. I bet they were kind of like, okay, bye, see you never. And you didn't really get, like, a normal normal high school experience. Like, do you feel like you regret that at all, or are you so thankful for just, like, every step of the journey?
1: Yeah, I think, like, lately I'm super thankful for all that I learned from all of that. But there are definitely parts in my heart and in my life where I'm, like, I feel like I missed like the full high school experience and the full like growing up and like coming of age, like Mm, lifestyle. Um, But I'm also just a firm believer in like nothing being wasted and like the Lord using everything. And so I absolutely see like the beauty and the, the redemption of all of that in my life now. There have definitely been moments where I'm like, uh... I would have loved to just, like, go to prom and, like, chill and, like, you know, just go to regular yeah. classes, and, like, mm, you know, um and not have to walk the halls and be, like, bombarded by my classmates, like, oh, my gosh, like, you were on The Voice last night, you know, and so there's, like, there's mm. sweet things in that, but there's also, like, I'm just here just trying to finish my classwork and just trying to pass. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Dang, I just, gosh, I can't imagine. It's like you're, uh you're like the Hannah Montana <laughs> oh my gosh actually that was my best I was like <laughs> she gets me she gets me she does well you honestly have like such like such a gift and obviously I've heard you saying and all those things and like I like what did you do like how did you handle you know people questioning you or people doubting you or people being like this is ridiculous or just being like no you should have a normal high school experience or like parents being like I don't know if this is really it how did you handle that? Because I know that's something when we chatted, we actually related to that in the sense of like parents being like, what the freak are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: like, uh, are these going to pay your bills?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, I definitely, I definitely would
1: say that like, in, as far as like parents go, like my mom's totally like a dreamer and she dreams with me and she sees the things that I see. And I'm such a dreamer. My dad's definitely more on the realistic, like traditional side of things of like, Hey, like, have a job that's stable that pays your bills and then you can also dream and do the things you love but prioritize like you know taking care of things and just you know being a caretaker as who he is is just like that's his nature and so I think that there were definitely like uh, tensions between like my parents and I and just the things that I believed that um, the Lord had placed in my heart because especially in the voice stuff and like tracing the dreams of like going to boarding school and all those things I think if anything it was just like I just was chasing whatever came Um, and not really being like that smart about my decisions. I just was like, whatever sounds fun, whatever makes Mm. sense, whatever seems like it will work. Like I'm just going to do it. And so if anything, I think that's like one of the biggest lessons I've learned is like not everything is a God thing. Um, Not every, well, specifically not every good thing is a God thing. Not saying that like the Lord can't meet you in it, but it's like still good things. Like, there's always like a better option with the lord and so um with that whole season of my life of just like chasing 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 and pursuing every single thing this like spirit of striving was like one of the biggest things that came out of my like was just a fruit of my life and that was something that even now in my life as I'm healing and still like processing what that season of my life was like, I'm learning how to unlearn like the routine of striving and, Mm just trying to get, get, get and do, do, do every single thing that feels good. And just actually being intentional in prayer and discernment of like, is this a God thing? Is this what the Lord's calling me to right now? Is this what I'm called to be doing? Is this going to be worth the investment? Is this like a cost that is like worth it? Or is this going to be like um, something that hurts, you know, Mm -hmm. what he has coming and all these things. And so I think if anything, if ever there was tension in like friendships or in family, it was them trying to, uh show me that but without me like wanting to press in and so in the heat of all of it I was definitely like you guys just don't get it like these are my dreams like this just makes sense but I think in the kindness of like people who love you well they like don't want to see you get hurt but they also are like especially parents they're like hey like you're gonna learn lessons on your own and like I can only do but so much to help you and be here to like teach you and and grow you but also you have to like walk through life alone and experience different things that are going to teach you for you then at the end we can have like a powwow and talk about how like this could have been better or this could have been better or whatever and sometimes you get the parents that are like I told you so and then you're like mad but then you're also (laughs) like but I get it because you really did tell me so yeah um in the independence of that season I learned so much like how to discern those things and trusting and that honestly that was the biggest thing is like trusting that's probably one of the biggest lessons I learned is like trusting people and learning how to trust myself and trusting the Lord and his plans and all of that. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And it's really cool though. Cause I do feel like even in those seasons when you're striving or you're maybe seeking, they're chasing the wrong things. I still feel like there's nothing that God can't redeem. Like he still used right. those seasons to show you something and to shape you. And like, I can so relate to that of like when my YouTube channel first took off, I mean, it was like the same thing. It was like, magazine shoots and video shoots and being in commercials and flying out to LA and New York. And it was like, all my friends and family were just like, are you like, okay, are you, okay right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. are you good? And then like, they started to see some really unhealthy things in me. And it's so hard in the moment. Cause like just what you were saying, you're like, no, these are my dreams. And it's like, why would this be happening if it weren't God right. and your family and the same thing, your family can be like, Hey, just because it's good, doesn't mean it's necessarily God, but God can use those things. Right. um and he can totally redeem those but there definitely has to come a point of self awareness where you're like okay like I probably should slow down and have some more discernment and wisdom on whether I should accept this or not and it's cool to see that kind of through your journey you learn that and i feel like you probably do a really good job of that now and community in the midst of that is literally everything yeah
1: seriously <laughs>
0: everything yeah. like i don't know what i would do i had some friends when I first moved to LA and like one of my best friend was just like, you're becoming like ridiculous. Like, this is just too much. Or you're like, she would just call me out. And in the moment, yeah. you're just so like, how dare you, you don't get it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but in the end I was like super thankful that she called me totally. out. On some stuff.
1: Totally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I definitely think that in, that season for me with friendships I either like extremely pushed people away that were trying to love me um or it was like I had those few friends that like called it out in me and like hey like I see this and this doesn't look like you and and I think even more than anything like the Lord kind of shutting the door yeah and and everything kind of ending because that could have extended on forever like I could have stayed on the show and like gotten even bigger and higher um but I think it was even like the kindness of the Lord in that to remove me in kind of like the earlier rounds of the show and even just like me leaving that school and all of those things that was just such a protection over my heart and over my mind, even just down to that question again, about like high school experience. Like I totally got to experience more than I would have, um, if I would have been further on the show and like stuck in LA, still doing it more consistently. Like there's definitely so much beauty in all of it. Um, and that was redemptive, honestly, instantly. Um, being removed from it but i'm absolutely thankful for that season because of like how my life looks now and the things that i'm more aware of and the sensitivity that i have to those things and like that daily dying to striving the daily dying to pride and and it's a daily thing like daily surrender daily dying (laughs) (laughs) seriously um and then also like even and i know you get this like with the podcast and with your instagram like just this like mantle that we're carrying to like press in and like use our platforms as like an opportunity to share that like hey like I've been where so many of you want to be. Yes. And it's not that that is bad to get there because if the Lord is calling you there like he'll you know he'll bring you there. Mm-hmm. Um but it's like you know, we've been there, we get to experience, we've experienced it. And so now we have like a new perspective and we get to use that as like encouragement and bringing light. And so I think that even has been like one of the greatest rewards of having walked through that. And like one of the biggest things that lingers in my mind often that my pastor has like prayed over me and people in my community have prayed over me is like, um, what you're going through, what you've been through, the things that you're walking through are not just for you. And so it's like the experiences that I've had and the things that I've learned from those moments is like now I have like an outlook on that and an authority to speak into it and to like encourage from that place and be like, yeah, I've been there. Um, and I get to like talk from experience and testify even. And so I think it's it's really cool because I think even that is like, um having walked through that is even like a tool from the Lord to get to like talk to other people and encourage other people and shine light on it and not demonize it because obviously there's so much beauty that comes from it um but it's like how do we prepare and how do we even encourage people to prepare like what it would look like to be in the light in that capacity like hey okay if you're gonna be in the light like that like get ready for this 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 and this oh my gosh it's like it's not easy Yeah. And so it's like even getting to share that side and being like, Hey, if this is what you say you want, then these are the things that you're going to need to expect. And like, okay, so then how do you prepare for those? Okay. Through the word, through prayer, through community, being locked in, having those people. It's like, it's, there's no, there's no need to demonize everything that's secular or that's bigger or fame or all of those things. It's just like not having idols and prioritizing, you know, the things of the, the kingdom more than anything and being rooted. And so I think that's, that's been honestly the greatest reward of having walked through all of that.
0: Wow. That's so freaking good. I I love that you touched upon that because yeah, I do think a lot of people look at famous people and they're like, well, they must either have it all or they must be super depressed. And it's like, actually you can have it all and still be so joyful, but it does come with extra challenges. It does come with extra pressures, a higher calling from God. It comes with, stewarding your platform even more yeah. because we're held to a double standard or a higher standard if we're going to be proclaiming Jesus on the internet, That's right. which is just so hard. And I think this actually kind of bleeds into my next question because you're in the industry. I'm kind of in the industry as well. I'm in like a, the different side of it, but what do you think about like Christian artists that are now almost being celebrities and they're maybe misusing their platform or people are worshiping them. And it's like, Hey, wait, they just have a gift and a calling. And they're like in this public thing and they tend to fall or they're tend they tend to misuse it. Like, what are your thoughts on all of that?
1: Ooh, I getting like bubbled <laughs> up. Cause I'm like, yes, I I'm probably going to like ramble. So stop me if I keep going too far, but This is so funny because I was just reflecting on this last week and I actually wrote a whole song about it because that's what I do when I'm thinking about things. (laughs) Because I think, again, like having walked through what I walked through and experienced what I've experienced, like I think the perspective is so, such a gift from the Lord. So I was talking with my spiritual parents last week and we talked about, you know, like that nature of like worshiping worship or worshiping God Um, Mm. because it's like, it's even that feels like a double standard kind of thing of like um, the audience and the worship leader or the audience and the artist are both at fault because yeah. the audience is idolizing a song or a person that sings the song instead of literally God like being their their main goal and same for like someone who has been called to a like a higher authority that has a standard that's higher and it's not saying that like someone in the industry or someone who's like got a bigger platform is like better than anyone who like doesn't have that much you know publicity or whatever but it's like there is a mantle there's a calling and it's higher and so there's a responsibility with that that's higher and so there's a and there's a sensitivity and it's that you are seen and that is because of the Lord. Uh-huh. So it's like constant gratitude to him. Like, thank you, Lord, that you trust me enough to put me in this position. And secondly, like, how do I daily die to self, daily give it back to him? Um, I love like Jonathan, David, and Melissa Helser. They have probably like one of my favorite podcasts. And like, they talk about how every time it's like they lead, they get off stage and it's like every cheer every clap every smile every person in the audience who maybe like thanked them every compliment they got from what they did or how they worshiped how they led even in the pure ones and the pure-hearted people that are just like thank you for your song it's like they take every single one of those things as like a different rose to a bouquet at the end of the night they turn around and give it back to the father Mm. and that's what it looks like in our position of leadership everyone has a p- position of leadership mm-hmm. it might be smaller than like not in front of a thousand million people but it might be in your home like you're a leader or like with your friends you're a leader and so it's like are you taking the things that are compliments and turning around and giving it back to the lord and those things that could easily become entangled and they say if you hold on too long the thorns will like bruise oh. your hands and rip them open and so if but if not if you give them to the lord like He receives the flowers. He gets to smell the roses. He gets to experience them. And then in his kindness, because it's just his nature, he pours out an an abundance of favor and and generosity and just all the good things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that with like the celebrity Christian culture and all these things of like being famous for Jesus and like being influenced for Jesus and like TikTok famous for Jesus, it's like for Jesus, (laughs) you know, and it's like, and it's truly just like truth. That's the biggest thing that I think is being missed in the celebrity culture and the influencer culture of Christianity and being a Christian leading people is like the whole, it always comes back to that scripture, like, like worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Yeah. And worship is everything. It's how we live our lives. It's how we breathe. It's how we move. It's how we have our being. And so it's like, the spirit of the things are like fun and like, you know, creative and all those things. But the truth is what I feel is like so missing. It's like the biblical truth and the underlying like foundations of the word that are like carrying the content, carrying the person that's producing the content. And even like the foundation of like someone's account or like Instagram or whatever it is, is like, is it based on the foundation of the Lord in spirit and in truth? And so I think for me, like I've had, if anything, I struggle with, like, the greatest fear of being, like, a famous Christian influencer. Like, Mm. that's actually, like, my scary, like, literally my (laughs) biggest fear. Like, I'm the most, like, extroverted person, and I love people, but, like, in this last season of my life, as, like, things have grown, like, when I go to Christian events, like, I'm literally shaking out of my boots. Like, I'm asking my friends to pray over me. You do wear boots.
0: I saw you wear them. My passion. She she rolled up with some cowboy (laughs) boots. (laughs) And I literally paid the
1: consequences because I was (laughs) – on the couch with ice packs for the next two days. I cannot. It was so bad. I oh hope it gosh. was worth I it. <laughs> I mean, the the fit went hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> but seriously, like the fear of it, but it's like, even in the fear, it's like, no, like trust the Lord, like he, he trusts you. And so I think, I think the moment that we forget as influencers, that this is something that the Lord has trusted us with, then that's like when we miss start missing, because if it's mm-hmm. like. If you start getting so confident in like, oh yeah, the Lord trusts me. Like, yeah, the Lord, the Lord uh-huh. gave me this. Like, mm. so it's like even kind of twisting the Lord's yeah. words he of like, take it hey, no, two He can take seconds. it and in two literally room, just seconds.
0: account deleted. white <laughs> <Deleted. Bye. Yeah.
1: laughs> he, he said I canceled it. And yeah, said, he's like, I'll cancel <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I'll cancel your debt and your account. Okay. Mm. Um. But seriously, I think it's like when the the shift happens of like forgetting that the Lord is trusting us with it and like we become self like dependent and we're like, Oh, I got this. Like I've been doing this long enough with you. Then like, now I've learned your ways. It's like, no, like you never stop learning the ways of God. And like, and, and so it's, it's really just like that celebrity Christian kind of culture is like those who lose it, lose the, the revelation of like, this is the Lord and he trusts me with this and, and the weight and the heaviness starts creeping in. It's like, okay, like, well now you've already, you've started opening doors for yourself that you open. And so now you have to open them all. And so like, if you keep walking through doors, like on your own that you've opened, like you can only like hold so many doors open at one, like when one thing happens, like, and, and you can't go anymore. something's gonna shut something's gonna slam something's gonna break and not in a good way (laughs) Yeah. and like I think it's so hard because it's like there's this almost paradox of like what it is to like bring the gospel to the world like to the darkness because it's Like, like we assume that for something to reach the world it has to be big enough for the world yeah And it's not about big or small or size. It's literally God. It's him. He does the work. He does the, like, he does the move. Even, like, in, like, the book of Acts, like, when there's, like, the, all these people, and in one instant, like, the spirit breaks and falls upon them all. They're all, like, baptized in the spirit, and all these things are happening. It's, like, in a moment. Like, Mm -hmm. it only took, it took the Lord, and that's it. It wasn't that, like, over Over years this this like group was just being cultivated and grew bigger and bigger and bigger because of something that someone did. It was just in an instant the Lord was like, Here are people hungry for me. Here's my spirit. Okay. Uh End of story. It's like, yeah. And so I think that when we start thinking about how we're gonna reach the world instead of how Jesus is gonna meet them, then like we start getting kind of caught up in like what we're cultivating and what we're building instead of what the Lord is building and, and trusting us to like help steward. Um, and it's like the co-laboring with Christ, the co-laboring and the, this, the overall collaboration of what it is. But, um, but it's like, also God doesn't need our, doesn't need us. Mm -hmm. He, he just, he, in his kindness, he uses us and allows Mm -hmm. us to be a part of things, Um, And so I think it's just down to that again, like the moment that we stop remembering that he trusts us with the things that he's given us. um, And that's when we have to start carrying the weight and it will start crippling us and falling. And
0: gosh, that's so good. I mean, you literally just like popped off. Like I I told you I was going to ring. No, I love it because it is so true that a lot of people nowadays, I think they're seeing, okay, this Christian influencer thing is a thing. It's getting big. So therefore, let me start posting more on TikTok because I'll go viral. I'm just going to use some half-truths or some trendy little rhyming sayings on TikTok that'll get the views and get the clicks. And it's just like you have to, especially if you're going to be in this industry where you're proclaiming to be a Christian and you're getting publicity and fame and money and all these things and opportunities, it's a constant like, okay, God, let me check my heart. Let me check my heart. Let me check my heart. And... Checking your intentions. I think a lot of it is what is your motive? What are your intentions? And I've always said this in the past, like if you're building a foundation upon yourself and it's not ab- upon God, like it's going to fall because mm-hmm. the Bible talks about how God will humble the proud and he will elevate the humble. Yeah. And so if you are doing it for the wrong intentions or just trying to make a name for yourself and Again, it's like, I really do believe that God gives people gifts and they, he, he says, Hey, if I'm giving you this gift, steward it well, make my, my name known. But I think a lot of people, they're like, this is so great. I manifested this. Look, I'm all the way over here. Like I have all these numbers. It must be something good. And it's just like, again, I'm like, if it's not on the foundation of God or taking a step back to look at like, okay, what am I really doing? Are there, is there fruit being, you know, grown here or is this just elevating my name I think you'll kind of get a rude awakening of just kind of what you were saying of like the doors yeah. will be slam shut. And it's just yeah. like, it's, it's definitely scary. It's something I constantly check myself and I'm like, okay, Jay, like make sure you're doing this for the right reasons. And like, right now I'm on this like social media break. I've been on it for already over a week and it's just been amazing. I'm like, whoa, like yeah. I'm going to do a whole podcast on it. Cause it's taught me so much. And so I just want to say that. And so I did want to, we're kind of running out of a little bit of time. So I wanted to kind of jump to the next question. So What is, like, what for you about this industry do you, like, love? Like, what is it about, like, the music and creating that? And, like, what type of impact do you want to make with your name and with your music?
1: I don't know. Whoa, that's a good question. I actually am just starting this journey of, like, recording my own music. I have a few songs out, but they are in collaboration with other groups or other labels and so it's just been like I kind of jumped in on something that they already were starting so it's just like a feature or something like that and so that has been awesome and it's all like me like it's totally 100% still Sicily Um but at the start of this year the Lord or at the end of last year actually the Lord and I just kind of went on this journey of like casting vision for like artist stuff and like releasing music and the songs that he's put on my heart um for me to release and produce and put out. And so I, at the start of this year, have begun just like fundraising and preparing for a project and just releasing some songs and things the Lord's put on my heart. And so as I've been like praying into that and pursuing that and just starting the first steps of that, it's been really cool just to see like the correlation between like the songs that the Lord has like highlighted for me to start with and like the stories of them and like the testimonies of where they came from and when they were written and what the spirit did in the room the day that it was written and all these things and so I think that with getting more involved in the industry now on more of a specific and personal way instead of just collaborative um, I'm starting to feel this like tug and passion and desire for like just more honesty Mm. and not these like overly curated and perfected things because I think that it just represents like um the other half of the kingdom I'm not saying that like there isn't excellence and good and like well done things in the kingdom because because I think that needs to be the case as well because I think that's even like why it's hard for so many people to reach the world because like it's not the world has these extremely high standards and they have all these perfect things and it's like you assume that like you need to get up there too and so there's space for that and I think that's like in part a lot of what that looks like in the music industry but I think too it's like even the honesty and the rawness and the authenticity of worship and what that means and feels like. And for me, I've been on this journey trying to figure out like, what is worship? What is the sound? And like, even I've been in this like kind of like frustrated mode of like how in the like categories of music, there's like Christian and gospel and that's it. Mm. And then there's pop and indie and, and singer songwriter and folk and jazz. And there's like 10 different genres for uh, like secular music. And, but then everyone assumes to fit within the box of like Christian and gospel, like it has to sound like everything else. Wow. And so I'm just like, kind of just trying to like break that mold and like expand out of that. Because even for me, like I've been on a journey, like exploring to find other artists that are believers and that are Christians that are releasing music that doesn't necessarily sound like every other worship album or Christian album. And I love those albums too. They're my favorite, but like um just like expanding and being more honest with our creativity and and even just like in the way to appeal to the world because I feel like most of the times the questions that people who aren't believers or don't know the Lord yet are um well I'm just gonna have to look like you guys and look like this and sound like this and it's like no it's like there's a table and it's set for everyone and and for all the things and it's and it's open and and all the sounds and all the the genres and all the feels are, are welcome, all the vibes, you know? Mm, and so I'm I like, if, if today I want to write like a lo-fi beats, like worship mm. song, like that's what I'm going to do, you know? Mm. Let's Which go. that could be like a, a hint or something. but Dude, like
0: <laughs> I would vibe with that. I would. <laughs> I listen to lo literally every single day. Literally every, every day. day.
1: <laughs> and so just like that kind of thing is like, there's so many, like I've just heard so many people in the music industry that like, they're like I just could never do Christian because it's the sound and I'm like no like it's it's just it's just the spirit of God writing mm-hmm. within whatever you do it's all it's all his anyway it's all his creatively and so even with that that's kind of what I feel like I believe for and want to see in the industry in my in my involvement and I that's been my favorite part is like getting to chat with people and meet people who have either been in the industry since like the day it started and have been doing it forever or people that are kind of newer as well and just casting vision with them um whether it's just for me and what I want to do and how they want to like come alongside of like what the Lord's put on my heart or if um if it's stuff that's been on their heart that they just haven't met with anyone who feels the same way and they're like, whoa, like someone else sees it too. Like Mm. this, this is awesome. It feels good to like not be alone in this like vision that I have or this like prayer that I've had for the industry and like breaking out of its molds, um, in the Christian industry. So
0: Uh, that is so cool. And I cannot wait to see like what that looks like, what that sounds like. I can't wait to see what you work on this year I feel like you have so much in store and you are incredibly talented I mean I'll literally just click on YouTube I'm like oh there's Sicily and like <laughs> listen and I'm just like worshiping with you in my living room I'm like yes queen <laughs> and I'm just really excited to see how you break that mold I think that is such a stigma that or or like a miss uh what's the word I'm looking for misc Conception? misconception yeah <laughs> about people thinking like oh it has to look this way or sound this way and even just for my own industry of just like oh my photos must look like this my videos must right, right. the editing has to be it's like no like you bring your own gifts and talents that God gave uniquely to you and it's like we don't need a hundred Sicilies, we don't need a hundred Janine's like we need right. your voice and your talent and I think just so many people are just scared because they're like what if it doesn't work and it's like what if it doesn't then you know it doesn't work and then you try again and you pick yourself up and you find what really does work that fits for you and your calling and I think that's what's so exciting so I'm really excited to see you know what you do and I think you have such unique gift already that I can just tell like even just like on your Instagram I'm like I would have never thought to shot that but that just looks so sick and I'm like dang like I'm trying to be like her (laughs) I love that
1: (laughs) I'm a very honest person on it too. No, I love very that. me.
0: <laughs> no, I just I so connect with that and I've just like felt that vibe from you from like day one and so I just love that. Okay, closing out on the podcast, this is the last question I'm going to start asking every single guest on season three is what keeps you or makes you happy and healthy?
1: literally is it so bad that the first thing that came to my head was like brownies and
0: ice cream <laughs> <Which is like laughs> so not i don't think i've heard anyone say that but i love that it does keep you that's healthy the and first happy.
1: Thing that came to my mind because i'm like that is like my dessert every night now- like if i could have any dessert it would be brownies hot brownies actually Ooh. just to be specific Ooh. hot brownies nothing crazy just like a fudge brownie with vanilla ice cream oh so good but in a serious way what keeps me happy and healthy honestly, I love longboarding. It's like the best thing ever. I know. What a surprise. You longboard. Yeah. So I have like the sweetest neighborhood and it, there's like so many turns and stuff. And so I'll just like take my board out and it helps me just clear my head and like be out in creation and in the world and just like having fresh air and just like staying active in that way too. Um, and it just, it helps me just like focusing on the coordination of like staying up on the board so I'm not like mm-hmm. overthinking other things in my head so it's just like the best thing to clear my head and that's
0: stay active so and- I love and that <laughs> when I lived in LA I actually used to skateboard like all the time and I don't know if you've <laughs> ever used like a carver board where you like actually like carve love I oh like them They're yeah so fun.
1: I'm gonna go roller skating this week because I just love it
0: <laughs> uh, that is so fun well that's a great answer I love the the realness in that I and mean, you know other people are like reading or da da da, And yours is like ice cream and roller, or like rollerblading and longboarding. I love that. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I feel like you just have so much wisdom and for even people that are wanting to do the, the music industry or want to be singers, they can look up to you and follow along with your journey. So, uh, let us know where can my followers find you and listen to you.
1: Yeah, so I all of my music is just under my name Sicily and it's spelled CECIly. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm under its underscore Sicily. So that's I T S underscore C E C I L Y. That's pretty much all the places that I'm active. I mean, I have a TikTok. It's the same as my Instagram, but I literally never am on the app. So, <laughs> um, but if you want to follow there too, maybe something will come. So, you yeah. should post
0: on there. Post your singing more on there.
1: Yeah, I'm like, if I post a reel on Instagram, I'll just throw it on TikTok too, just because, like, yeah, why not? <laughs>
0: why not? Well, thank you again, you guys. Make sure you go check her out. All the links will be down below. You're awesome. I am so excited to see what this year brings for you and hopefully see you somewhere in the world whether you come to Dallas I come to Nashville we'll figure it out hey sounds good (laughs) All all right thank you guys so much for joining until next time I'll see you guys next Tuesday bye guys stay happy and healthy